Grace, mercy, and peace be to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Marie Kondo has written four books on organizing, which collectively has sold over 30 million copies. They have trans, uh, been translated from Japanese into Korean, Chinese, French, German, English, and more. Marie Kondo's 2011 book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, The Japanese Art of Decluttering and Organizing, has been published in more than 30 countries. It was a bestseller in Japan, Europe, and the United States. And get this, in 2015, Marie Kondo was listed as one of Time's 100 Most Influential People in the World. Right, Marie Kondo struck gold because she realizes that people are surrounded by so much complexity and clutter. No kidding. I kind of like the story of the father who was teaching his three-year-old daughter the Lord's Prayer. She would repeat lines after him, and maybe some of you had done this. But finally, she decided to go solo. And he listened with pride as she carefully enunciated each word right up to the end of the prayer Lead us not into temptation, she prayed, and deliver us from email. (laughs) Some of you really can relate to that, right? Complexity and clutter. Marie Kondo's uh, method of organizing is known as the KonMari method. It consists of gathering up all of your belongings, one category at a time, and keeping only those things that bring sparks of joy. The word in Japanese is tokimiku. Tokimiku means flutter, throb, palpitate, or or sparks of joy. I mean, who doesn't need to simplify? Who doesn't need to, to declutter? Who doesn't need or want tokimiku, sparks of joy? This Lent we are meeting witnesses to Christ's passion in John's gospel. Today, John introduces us to the Marie Kondo of the Bible. And who would that be? Well, it's Mary. Mary, the sister of Martha and of Lazarus. Mary, who helps us simplify and declutter. Mary, who helps us experience tokimiku, sparks of joy. How is it that Mary does it? Mary replaces get with give. That's it. Replace get with give. It's pretty simple. right? Get only clutters things. Get only confuses things. Get only makes us miserable. Get ahead, get back, get even, get more, and whatever you do, get even. Well, Mary replace, replaces get with give. Mary gives freely. Mary gives extravagantly. Mary gives joyfully. Are you stuck in an emotional rut? Have you lost your zest and your zeal? Do you want to to be alive again? Do you want sparks of joy? Well, replace get with give. Here's the context. John chapter 11, Lazarus dies, and after four days, he stinks to high heaven. Jesus stands out in front of the tomb, and he weeps. But then he shouts, Lazarus, come out. 
And Lazarus, to everyone's amazement, comes stumbling out of his tomb alive with the shroud still around him like a used cocoon. And for the Jewish leaders, well, that was the last straw. See, by raising Lazarus from the dead, Jesus moves from the category of manageable nuisance to the category of serious threat. And so from that day on, they made plans to put him to death. Christ's days are numbered. As we come to John chapter 10, Jesus has a price on his head, and so does Lazarus. The chief priests made plans to put Lazarus to death as well, because on account of him, many of the Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. We must destroy Jesus, and we must destroy all the evidence. That means that we must also destroy Lazarus. See, that's the context. Here's the cost. Mary, therefore, took a pound of expensive ointment made from pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. And how much did that ointment cost? We're told in John 12, 5, that it was worth a year's income. A year's income. Imagine dropping a year's income just like that. What is going on here? Get is being replaced with give. The context. Well, Jesus, or death for Jesus and death for Lazarus. The cost? Everything. The comparison? Well, it's between Mary and Judas. Right? Mary is extravagant. Mary is excessive. Mary is going way over the top. And Judas? But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, he who was about to betray him, said, why, why was this ointment not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? Right? He said this not because he cared an ounce for the poor, but because he was a thief. And having charge of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. See, Judas is threatened. His entire world comes crashing down, all because Mary lives by one word, give. The comparison couldn't be more black and white. Mary is a generous disciple. Judas is a greedy disciple. Mary gives with abandon. Judas is miserly to a T. Mary sacrifices financially. Judas won't give a nickel. Mary shows her faith with actions, and Judas takes, or talks a good game, giving money to the poor, but we know that he doesn't mean it. Mary loves the word give, but all Judas can do is get. Get more. Get ahead. Get on top, and it will kill him. See, all of this, though, leads to the cross. Leave her alone, Jesus replied, so that she may keep it for, my, for the day of my burial. 
the day of my burial. See, Mary understands the cross. Mary believes these words from John 1, 29. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. From John 2, 13. Destroy this temple. Jesus is talking about his body. And in three days I will rise it up again. John 3, 14. And as Moses lifted up the servant in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Mary gives Jesus everything that she has. And in doing so, she prepares Jesus to give everything he has. And the room, the room is filled with the smell of costly perfume. You all know that smells are powerful. The smell of a rose can catch your nose and suddenly you remember that first date maybe that you had in high school when, when he brought you a dozen roses. Or maybe it's the scent, the scent of your grandmother's perfume. The scent of your grandmother's perfume and the, and the, the memories just come flooding back when you catch a whiff. See, while, while words go to the thinking part of your brain, the smells go to the emotional part. And that's why that whiff of grandma's perfume brings back emotions for grandma. And smells can stir some powerful emotions. That's also true for Jesus. Mary's strong perfume lingers with Jesus throughout Holy Week as as he makes his way to the cross. Even on Good Friday, the fragrance of Mary's perfume still lingers. And then perhaps, just perhaps, when Jesus gives himself completely, all of his love and mercy and grace holding nothing back for us, he might have still faintly smelled that sweet fragrance. A reminder that Mary had marked him with one word. Give. Both in in Matthew 26, 13 and Mark 14, verse 9, state, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of me. Why is that? Well, it's because the kingdom of God isn't about hoarding or stockpiling. The kingdom of God isn't about being chintzy or cheap. The kingdom of God isn't about get. Get will kill us. Always and forevermore, God's kingdom is about one word. Give. Give and then what? Tokimiku. Sparks of joy. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Mary, the sister of Martha and Lazarus, shows us that the kingdom of God is about giving lavishly, giving generously, giving joyfully, and giving completely. Wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Jesus says this about no one else. Thanks to Mary, we can boil down life as a child of God in one simple word, one powerful and life-changing word. Try it out. It will change everything. It will create so much joy. That word, you know, 
G-I-V. Give. Amen. May the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given all for you, guard your hearts and minds in, in Christ our Lord. Amen.